0: Sick. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. It's Shiana. Welcome to Who You Call Holistic. You have no idea what your legacy is. Your legacy is every life you have touched. Your legacy is every person you have met, whose influence was felt by you. Every single person. So, a little backstory here. Uh, the other day was International Podcast Day, and it left me like remembering how this all started and, and like how it really, really, really started for real. Uh, because I don't know if you all had a career day growing up, but in third grade, we had career day, and I dressed up as Oprah. Um, I had on some ridiculous suit that was, you know, somebody that was a fr- a family friend loaned to me it was like a red blazer with a matching skirt again it was too big I think I had shoulder pads or some shit because that was the 90s um I could not sit correctly uh, because nobody taught me how to sit you know sit as a lady yet so I didn't know how to cross my legs correctly so even as I was like doing the interview I looked absolutely ridiculous there is a video somewhere like if I could get my hands on that video I'd I'd be very happy about that but so in third grade I dressed up as Oprah and interviewed a um a scientist on what she did for a living. So I began interviewing in third grade. And then like over time I was just like, you know what, whenever people ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up, it was never like, what? It was like, I want to be Oprah. Like I, I wanted to be Oprah. Um, I don't know. It's not that I want to be Oprah now, but then I was like, Oh, I, I see where, where things have turned these days. Like what's transitioning, what's happening. Um, but, like, I'm a cool, sexy Oprah these days in my head anyway. Um, but even still, like, I was just thinking about the other pieces of the puzzle over the years of how I've been connected to this line of work, like, since, again, since third grade. Um, even in high school, um, I, kept, I kept getting put in leadership positions. Like, I was in ROTC. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, this is not my jam. I don't I don't want people looking up to me like this. Um, but they kept putting me, kept putting me in leadership positions and I was just like, okay, like I'll, I'll just take that. Um, but in saying that, like I was also basically part of the, I guess you would call it the street team for Charlemagne and, and his crew. Like I used to hand out flyers for the parties, like the high school parties that they were having. I used to hand out flyers. So when people were like, well, how, how do you know him? Like I've known all of them since I was 16 at least. Um, so I handed out flyers for the high school parties back at Banana Joe's if people used to go to Banana Joe's out here. Um, and so, yeah, my, my start into podcasting really started like from third grade when I think about it. And then I went to college, uh, I went to college at Charleston for a couple of years and, um, my degree before I changed it a million times, cause you know, that's what we do was actually communications and I wanted to do some sort of journalism work or something. But the more I learned about journalism things and how the news was ran and how people were like miserable in those positions. And then like seeing, um, you know, like looking up to people like Charlemagne and others in the radio industry and seeing like, they don't even have a degree and they're doing just fine. Like, I don't, I don't think you need a degree in communications to do commu- to do communications things and then I just saw what was happening with the Internet and how, you know, people were just putting themselves on and people were succeeding in doing that. So I was like, oh, OK, like if if these people can do it, so can I. So um, then I began the Who You Call Holistic series, which was actually videos of me exploring alternative therapies and interviewing people that wouldn't typically do those kinds of therapies um, and again, I'm more than open to revisiting that and traveling the world with it. Cause I can definitely see that on the TV screens <coughs> universe. Um, but then when the pandemic hit, okay, well before the pandemic hit, my intro to being on a podcast was on a very popular podcast now that again, I still won't mention because I'd, I'd rather leave that out. If you were around then, then you already know. Um, because after I was on it, I had like threats on Twitter and, and threats in the streets. So I was like, mm, I'm good on being on a podcast for a while. Um, and then I was actually, it was during the pandemic that I was kind of thinking about doing a podcast. And I remember I even kind of mentioned it to be easy about thinking about doing it. And he was like, yeah, you should. And he had encouraged me to do one before. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Cause you know, imposter syndrome plus, well, my experience on a podcast before wasn't, wasn't that great. So I don't know that this is something I should be doing. And then I remember like saying some prayers and asking for clarity. And, you know, during the pandemic, when this was very much when things were very questionable, because this was April and I hadn't worked in like two months (laughs) or no, I hadn't worked in a month. And I remember thinking like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for anything because I'm not working. And as a massage therapist, I definitely didn't know when I was going to go back to work and, you know, actually put my hands on anybody, be in the same room with anybody when things were still so questionable. And so when, um, when it was presented to me like, oh, well, maybe you should start a podcast. And then I was like, well, I guess I should like learn how to do it. And then Idea to Launch was presented to me, the one that Carla Actually has, and I remember thinking, okay, well, I could I could pay for a podcast course, but like, I'm not working right now. How how the hell am I gonna pay for a course with like no income coming through? And the the income that is magically dripping through onto my cash apps and and invoices that have been created, which was just a wild time. I had clients that would pay me for a massage in advance, like they were like, I know you know things are just whatever, but. I would have come in this week anyway, so let me just write you a check. And, oh, well, here's here's a little added tip for it. And I was just like, thank you. Like, that was very much the first time that I was so receptive of the support that was out there because I didn't t- – shit, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> but the way that magic was just flowing to me, like, with such ease without me working for it, I was like, okay, I know I've tapped into something here. And um, so I was like, okay, so, God, if I'm supposed to have a podcast – uh, I need the funds. <laughs> I need the funds to take the course, and if you present me with the funds, then I'll do it. And when I tell you that manifestation came through like within 24 hours, I feel like the I feel like it came through in like 14 hours. That's how quick the turnaround was, because a client reached out to me and was like, "Hey, uh, is there anything I can help with? Um, actually, matter of fact, why don't I just go ahead and pay for like a two-hour massage for whenever you're open again?" And I was like, "What?" And then that happened to be like the exact amount for the podcast course. And I was like, okay, all right, this is loud. (laughs) I'll take the course. So I actually took that course uh, in April of 2020. And then by May of 2020 is when I created the podcast, which just so happened to work out in Gemini season, which is a great time of communications. But in hindsight, the more that I have like, been on here and the more of my own healing journey I've been on, the more I'm seeing like what, why I'm on this path the way that I'm on it. Because if you are familiar, if you're not familiar, um, Chiron is a placement that you definitely should get familiar with on your healing journey. Uh, Chiron is considered, a lot of people call it the wounded healer, but I loved that my human design coach, Ashley Brianna, I've posted some of her stuff before, She likes to call it the golden healer and, you know, words mean things. So I like to refer to Chiron as the golden healer as well. But when you look at your Chiron placement, it it definitely brings light to things you should be working on in your healing journey. And for mine, my Chiron is in Gemini. So I'm literally here to work on healing my communication skills, working on healing, speaking up for myself and using my voice, which is wild considering I have a podcast, but is also I feel like it also explains like why I was hesitant in sharing my voice and sharing my story and sharing just my opinions on things, because a lot of the woundedness within that Chiron placement is the fear that others won't understand me. And to have, you know, a platform and more than just here, um, because I'm creating videos on YouTube now, too, like I'm placing my voice wherever I can. And so, shout out to me for uh for stepping it up on my chiron journey. But if you don't know your chiron placement, look into that because it's gonna give you some aha moments. Um, and even outside of my chiron placement, I remember I had a um, what's it called myofascial release session. And when you have a myofascial release series done, when they're giving you their the questionnaire and going through like your healing history. They start from, like, your childbirth and ask how you were born, if there was any trauma when you were born. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, uh, when I was born, the umbilical cord was caught around my throat. And she was like, huh, okay. And the minute she said it like that, I was like, oh, shit. Like, since I was born, so, and if you're into past lives, you know, you're probably like, oh, yeah, that's some past life shit that was, like, trying to transition into this life. But I was literally born with a restriction on on my throat chakra. so. Me stepping into that now, you know, 30 something years later is is big to show, you know, this is me actively participating in my healing journey and sharing it with you all. So I just wanted to share some of the things I've learned since having a podcast, because yeah, there are things that I've learned with, with having a podcast, but they also definitely transfer into just how my real life has shifted since having this podcast. So one of the things, as I mentioned a moment ago, like you've actively stepped in as a leader. The moment you have a podcast, whether it is on your own or with a group, the minute you decide to have a podcast, you're like, oh, I'm a leader now. And like that comes with some, some scary times (laughs) because a lot of times I'm like, I can't lead anybody. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either. But then everybody's like, yeah, yeah, me neither. So then it's like, oh, okay, shit. Like, None of us know what we're doing. We're all just making it up as we go along. So just being real about that and being able to share that, you know, makes other people say, oh, shit, me too. Um, and so you're going to mess up sometimes. And I know for me, who that is, like, terrifying. And I don't even want to call myself a perfectionist because I know that I'm going to make mistakes. But it's just the fact that having a podcast and just being – you know, even on social media, when you mess up, it's done publicly. And like, if you're already shy about sharing your thoughts and sharing your opinions, then to mess up publicly, you're like, oh, fuck. And then like the rejection hits that much harder, which it shouldn't, because it's everybody, everybody messes up sometimes. And I think that with that leadership position in mind, it's like, oh, I can't mess up because people are looking at me and people are um, looking to me for the next, the next bit of information I need. And when you mess up, you're like, oh shit, I fucked up, and now I can't be taken seriously, but that's not the case, like, you mess up, and then you can just say, hey, I fucked up, I fucked up, and correct it, and you're gonna fuck up, and then you're gonna learn from it, and you're gonna fuck up and learn from it, and that's why, like, when I look at, um, you know, even, even those men that you see creating the podcast that shouldn't be creating the podcast, <laughs> you know, it really is just showing, like, these people are actively healing, like whether or not they realize it in that moment, a lot of times those get course corrected because of, of what they've said. And the people that are like, Hey, you know, that's not the way to live. That's not, that's not how you should be sharing an opinion. And, you know, maybe you should look into it a different way and learn from this. And, you know, people are actually hearing different opinions than what they're used to. So having a podcast, even like, I know I say, My opinion on things but it's also nice to hear when people like slide into my inbox and they can share their stories and their experiences because my experience is my own but everybody has their own and that's something else that having a podcast has taught me like everybody has a story to share and people want to share them and I know like when I've been invited on a podcast I'm like oh yes I'd love to be able to share you know information and knowledge because this is what I do all day like I study it I study it I study it and then it's like somebody asked me about it so I can share it um because I'd be great at trivia with the the random knowledge I have of the of the occult um but everybody has their story to share and I think it's also interesting whenever I have guests on here um or when I reach out to there's people I've reached out to that I've even said hey just a heads up like I would like to have you on as a guest at some point and people are kind of like who me yeah, like you, you got a story to share and people seem surprised, but like, you know, that you have a story. Everybody has a story. Everybody, I hope you have more than one story, but everybody has a story to share. And I know that like me having this podcast, sharing my own stories, I've been nervous about, you know, again, that Chiron placement, like how it's going to be received or, um, you know, I'm very cautious on hurting feelings, which again, you know, a lot of times I'm like, yeah, fuck that, whatever but also like i really don't want to intentionally hurt anybody with what i say so i am cautious with how how i share opinions of even things that i've experienced in the past that i'm like that's not that's not me anymore cuz like i was definitely reckless on twitter and i mean everybody was but like 2011 through probably 2013 twitter what well, that was a different space that was that was a war zone i don't know who shiana was on there but um uh, i'm glad i've changed so Um, but sharing your story is important. And even if you're nervous to share your story, because when I do have people on here, they're sometimes nervous about sharing their story or, you know, being on as a guest, but like, I'm, I'm still nervous today whenever I share stories and I'm still nervous just being my own, my own person on here. Like I know when I started the podcast, the coach that I had, Carla even encouraged people, you know, like, don't be afraid to have a solo podcast. If that's what you're drawn to, don't be afraid to do that because, and again, she referenced Oprah, like Oprah has her guests, but people listen to Oprah because it's Oprah. Like the guests are an added bonus of her, you know, extension of her her community and the knowledge that she wants to share, but everybody watches Oprah because it's Oprah. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, you know, I was her in third grade, so like I guess I need to have my own podcast. And that can again, still be scary because I get on here and I'm like, oh, people people actually want to hear what I have to say? And I still, I don't want to use the word struggle, but I'm still fascinated. Let's say fascinated. I'm still fascinated with the fact that I can empower other people just by sharing my own voice and being authentic and sharing my journey on here and just showing up and sharing what what's going on in this mind of mine. Because I know a lot of times, like, I I was like, I know I'm crazy, but then people slide in my inbox and like, no, I'm crazy too. And I'm like, yay, we're all crazy. And that's why I know like when I, when I was watching, um, Alice in Wonderland as an adult, like I think maybe a year ago and then just hearing, you know, the whole, we're all mad here. I was like, um, we are like, everybody's a little bit crazy. I think there's a spectrum of crazy. Um, and we're all on some sort of the spectrum of it. So I'm okay with that. Uh, I know also something I've learned with having a podcast is again that authenticity like you give others permission to be themselves. So a lot of times especially I was so detached from from the church life but a lot of my friends were so attached to it. So I know whenever I share my experiences and like some of my friends are like god why are you so anti-church and I'm like well that wasn't that wasn't my life and you know my mother was or she is Catholic, but like we weren't in church the way that a lot of my friends were in church. So I really don't identify with a lot of, you know, what some of my friends identify with in that experience. So I do get the fellowship aspect and I realize like that part of church I missed out on and I'm okay with that because I still did get it from, you know, joining other groups when I was like in high school, like ROTC. I still got fellowship with that and, you know, I was active in my friendships too, so that also counted for a fellowship of some sort. Um, but, yeah, giving permission to others to be themselves, like, is big. Like, and I love that I get to to share my experiences and, and my fuck-ups because there, there's going to be some. Um, but I love that I get to share those because then other people are like, oh, wait, yeah, I fucked up too. <laughs> and we all fuck up sometimes, so it's it's fine. We just got to learn from it and move forward. Uh, there is this book that I've been flipping through recently. It's definitely like a, a book that you could have on the coffee table. But I know I was um, on somebody's Instagram page randomly. I'm using that term loosely because, you know, random is whatever. Um, and there was a, a post that I saw and I was like, I feel like I've seen that somewhere. And then I was like, I think I have that book. And sure enough, I have the book. It's called Damn Good Advice. Um, And it's Damn Good Advice for People with Talent, How to Unleash Your Creative Potential by America's Master Communicator. And it's just like little excerpts of some of his advice that he's, you know, had over his career. And one of the pieces that I came across on that Instagram post that I was like, I think I have that book, um, is Work is Worship. So I know like by having a podcast, um, this is the work that I'm here to do, to share my voice and to give others a platform to share theirs as well and to help um, strengthen other people's you know inner beings and strengthen my own inner being but this is a form of worship so in the book it says work is worship Um, working hard and doing great work is as imperative as breathing creating great work warms the heart and enriches the soul those of us lucky enough to spend our days doing something we love something we're good at are rich If you do not work passionately, even furiously, at being the best in the world at what you do, you fail your talent, your destiny, and your God. So, like I said, we're going to fuck up sometimes, but like if you're not trying, if you're not like, you know, and I posted something recently, you know, be willing to be a fool. If you're not trying to be of service and you're not trying to do, and you know, I don't even like the word trying like that, but... If you're not stepping into that role that you know you're called to do, then you're you're failing yourself. So I know that I'm supposed to be doing this podcast. I know I'm supposed to be sharing my voice. And that's why I was like, oh, I, guess, I guess I'll start making more YouTube videos because <laughs> I know that I'm supposed to share, you know, who I am. And I, I even did a poll recently on my Instagram story and I asked people if they knew what I did for a living. And everybody was like, um spread positive energy, uh, Reiki, uh, put us in our place with your words and encourage us to, to change our words. But, um, in, in the grand scheme of things, well, Reiki definitely does pay me, but those other things don't really pay me per se. Uh, so I will say like, um, I'm excited for when the podcast is paying me to uh, actively show up as myself and be myself. Cause that's definitely something I'm, I'm manifesting, um, but the other thing that I learned also and I know whenever I started the podcast and I was like on the fence about creating it and one of my homeboys, which, you know, backstory of course, he used to dibble dabble in, in being a dealer himself. But he was like, I remember saying, you know, like I don't know if I should even have a podcast, like I don't even listen to podcasts like that. Like, who am I to have a podcast if that's not even something that I'm into? And he was like, Well, not all dealers do drugs. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. I was like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. So um, why not me? Why not have a podcast? So, And uh, then also, you know, even piggybacking off that Oprah audio I played earlier, one of the things that I'm still like in awe about is the impact that you have, like having a podcast is far greater than you can imagine. And I know for me, like, I can scroll through the analytics sometimes and look at, you know, who's listening from where and even the age range. And I was like, there's people listening from this place and there's people in this country listening. Like, people in other countries are listening to me? How did they find me? And, like, what drew them to listen to my podcast? And, like, what are they taking away from it? And, you know, so if you are one of those international listeners, um, say hey to me because I – Thank you for listening. But, I mean, thank you for everybody that's listening. But just realizing that I'm reaching ears on an international level is also just craziness to me today, every day that I think about things like that. Um, another thing that I, yes, having a podcast taught me this, but just overall, you know, being, being a teacher in the spiritual world and being a teacher in the work that I do as a whole one of the things that I definitely learned was, you know, that idea of like there's not enough space, the, you know, the market is saturated is there's so much space. There's more than enough space. And if you're called to do something, you know, and maybe you're having that imposter syndrome or maybe you're just like, oh, there's there's already so many people that's, doing, that's already doing that. Like there's no point in me doing it. No, there is a, like if you're called to do it, then do it. There's more than enough space. The market is not oversaturated. And again, even if you're one of those men that I frown upon for hopping on those podcasts and telling people how they should live their lives when you're clearly wounded, um, clearly there's, there's space for those ones too, right? So if that shows you anything, like if somebody like that can have a voice, then why not have your voice shared as well? So if you are thinking about creating a podcast, um, do it if you are thinking about creating a YouTube series or hopping onto some reels and showing your creativity, do it like there's, you are going to fuck up (laughs) and it's going to be like icky sometimes. And then you just learn from it and bounce back. But your voice is here to be heard. Your opinions are here to be heard. And you know, your value is necessary for us all to learn from each other. So Remember those things moving forward because we all need to help each other out. Um, there's that quote that I love by Ram Das, who, you know, I have his book. If you don't have it, it's Be Here Now, uh, which is a favorite of mine to just flip through sometimes to see uh, what kind of message do I have today. And I just flip through that book, Be Here Now. But we are all just walking each other home. Like, you know, like I said earlier, we're just all we're making it up as we go along. And we're here to learn from each other and learn from our own mistakes and share what we've learned along the way so the more we can do that then the greater we will all be so moving forward some things to look forward to um you know I I spoke about the podcast being able to pay me but again we're in the the age of Aquarius right now and if there is something that tickles your fancy that you're like you know I mean, first of all, having a hobby is also necessary. But if there's something out there that you're like, I want to do this and get paid for it, then do it. Because there's people out here doing all kinds of wild things and making big money off of it. And um, and there's just, outside of wild things, there's, just pay, there's people out here that are being paid to be themselves. There's people out here being paid to just do what they want to do. So uh, you will hear on one of my future episodes a guest that I have on that does cuddle therapy. So that's one of those um, careers that, you know, she just gets paid to do what she wants to do. So shout out to her. Um, and if you are part of my subscriber email list, if you're not, go ahead and hop on that because you'll get all the updates about my podcast and other offerings coming through. Uh, but I will have coaching available on there. So that's a new offering that I haven't all the way had on there yet, but... When I did ask people what I did for a living, I was like, oh, like everybody does come to me for advice, but y'all aren't paying me for my advice. Uh, But with the coaching, I can definitely help um, with expansion and ease. So I know a lot of you look to me for how to how to shift your language and your mindset. And that I can definitely help you with with my coaching. So look out for those offerings on my website and even under my link tree on my Instagram page. I also have a Reiki class in October, so if that's something you're interested in, reach out to me, and I'll also be having my meditations. So if you are in Columbia, South Carolina, you can make those meditations in the park. Uh, those are happening during the mul- the the, mul- the full and new moons, and um, I am going to start offering those virtually again as well. So if you are interested in those, look out for the new and full moon meditations, and I usually do something alongside with those, like new moons are a good time to start something new, and full moons are a time to release things. So there's usually some sort of exercise or activity around those things as well. So if those are something that you're interested in, then look out for them, and I hope to see you there. Other than that, uh, this is still Libra season, so make sure you are staying hydrated. Uh, Libra season affects the kidneys and your bladder, so definitely. I know I say it all the time, but... Definitely make sure you're hydrated. And, um, of course, remember to meditate. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on Shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H.